and welcome. We're the Pandemic Professors. With puppies. Coming to you pre-recorded. Using Zoom. 12 miles apart. With face masks at the ready. I'm Dr. Bowers. And I'm Dr. Barfield. And we're here with you now for connection. Comedy. And comfort. Dr. Barfield, how are your classes going? Pretty good. Teaching is interesting. I'm in person, but I'm also behind plexiglass with a camera in my face and students are zooming in. But I got to tell you, I couldn't do it without the help of our IT department. Oh, I know they're busy. I can't imagine how many hours they put in. Me neither. There have been days when I've met a person from IT on campus at 730 in the morning and again at eight o'clock at night, all in the same day. I know what you mean. I'd love to hear their perspective on how everybody's adapting to technology. Me too. Let's talk to Jeremy from the IT department at Radford University. He'll let us know. So Jeremy, tell us a little bit about what the transition was like for you last semester. Well, it was uh, definitely a sudden change right in the middle of uh, when everybody was getting ready for amping up for their final exams. Then that sudden news that we're going online and we're transferring, everybody has to take all their information and course material and transfer it online. I know that was a stressful part for faculty as well as staff in the IT department. I was actually very impressed with how everyone in the department was able to come together. And uh, luckily we already had uh, quite a bit in place for online learning. Um, So the transition for us was a little easier than some other universities around the state. But uh, it was basically a quick transition for some, and then for some that haven't had that uh, online experience yet, we noticed a lot of camaraderie throughout the university and the faculty helping each other as well. So it wasn't all on the IT department to be able to uh, get through that initial push, but uh, we had a lot of help from people that were comfortable with that. It was more about easing their minds about how it wasn't as difficult as, uh, as what it seems. I say after a couple of weeks, uh, when everybody kind of got settled in, you started to see even those that were resisting the transition were, were starting to embrace it a little bit and tools that have been in place for a couple of years before that started were, were starting to be embraced and, and people have had people come up and be like, wow, I didn't even know these were available. I should have been using these so long ago uh, to be able to help in my everyday class, even if it is face-to-face and not online. With all that chaos um there was some silver linings coming through and uh and they're continuing to show through this semester as well what were some of the most common concerns you heard from faculty during that transition period a lot of them were getting introduced to new products and and applications and and ways to use that we were stressing don't add any new applications just learn how to advance the ones that you already know how to use a lot of people didn't know that you you can record powerpoints and throw those up with um, voiceovers on them so you can still teach through powerpoint and then linking information that you can find on the web so people can watch those videos and those educational benefits that you can show in class and actually get that point through um, just being able to link those a lot of people thought you had to go through and and use 15 different new thing, new tools, and that wasn't the case for a lot of them. You were able to still maintain your your teaching style for the most part. The main thing you had to get over was uh, 
it's awkward talking to a computer and not to class. Luckily, there wasn't a whole lot of pushback. I mean, I know that and it wasn't a whole lot of choice. And I think that was a big deal with a lot of people was they felt forced into it. But after they got comfortable with it and uh, and kind of realized the the benefits, they they really settled in and started to embrace it, like I said. What were some of the things that stood out as this change happened? I mean, in Radford University alone, I, I saw a lot of community building and, and it was people relying on people um, and helping. And if they saw a need or if they saw someone that was struggling, they would really hop in and say, you know, um, let me walk you through this. There was multiple times when I wasn't able to get to someone within a couple of hours. And by the time I got there, there was another faculty member helping them and even students helping their, their faculty, the ones that weren't very comfortable with the online platform, they reached out to their students and they'd get feedback from their students. Over the summer, we had to transition and you had to prepare for a semester that was going to be back on campus. You know, what was going on those few weeks before everyone returned to campus? Uh, what kind of preparations were being made by you and your department and how did that go? I mean, it, it was taking what we learned from the spring semester and that initial turnover and what worked and what didn't. We, we took that time to reach out to faculty to say, you know, it, now is the time to start learning these new um, techniques and, and applications. For my department, we, we were a lot on the physical side of things where we put in extra webcams so we could have all the classrooms be Zoom related. So if we did do, uh, and everything was up in the air throughout the summer. So we didn't know if we were going full online or if we were doing hybrid or if we were doing all face-to-face. -face. And so we, we had the challenge of trying to um, meet all three criteria in one, in one podium base. But what we found was that if we designed it for an online platform, if we went all online, we could open this to um, faculty that didn't have good uh, internet access that they could come in and use the classrooms as a online platform and, and use that to um, get their content out. But as we, if we did do hybrid classes, this allows you to use Zoom as a tool and uh, keep people from falling behind. And we realize that it's not, yeah, perfect in any way. And in hybrid classes, I mean, I'm I'm teaching a class right now as well, and it is um, it is very difficult to be able to split your attention and still get the content out that you need. the The purpose that we had as my department was making sure that the technology was in place with microphones and cameras, so that it is a possibility to bring in those students. We are going to have to still dig in a little bit and see how we can make that experience a little bit better um, as we're moving towards this coming spring semester and seeing what uh, what challenges are going to meet us then. I can't imagine the number of hours that it took to put all of this in place. How has that affected you on a personal level? How is your level of exhaustion? What is this like for you in your personal life? Well, it wasn't a normal summer. I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> you know, you get you get some people that come in and they're like, "Oh, how was your summer break?" And it's like, "Well, there wasn't one really." And that's what it was. It was a 
I'm going to say that the Radford IT department has been amazing about working together, trying to help each other out, trying to be in a, we're installing podiums in this building today. Um, I'm not going to be able to go out and do uh, normal calls. Can you guys take these calls? And so we're staying on top of things, not letting things fall through the cracks, but also moving forward it's a little bit of a round robin too so you don't get too worn out with okay we're this is the 16th podium we've done today i can't like i'm not going to be able to do this much longer and our team was huge uh was really good about doing that i mean it was it took about a couple hours per podium and there's somewhere around i think somewhere around 100 podiums on the campus right now so and then going through and doing checks before campus opened again and we added more um, actual zoom rooms as well to to try to help with um, larger classes and and still get that extra boost of technology that that really does help um, and and show what what that technology can do to help in your classes as well personally it's um, it's important to take a couple of days off last two weeks I haven't worked a day under 11 hours um, so yeah it's it's been it's been tough and i know that that it's i'm not the only one doing this i know faculty and and a lot of other staff are are pushing those limits as well i had to take uh this weekend i extended my weekend a little bit so i can take a little bit of time for mental health i'm after this i'm planning on going on a hike and trying to get back out and reset and and uh get back to a normal of some kind you know there's no there's no such thing as normal right now but uh finding a a new normal and finding something that's comfortable and and sustainable is important so having kind of a dual role of being uh, an instructor and being in charge of all this technology has that role of instructor informed you on how you approach the technology side of things yeah, absolutely. So in my department, there are two of us that are instructors, um, and both of us are uh, with the are, are leading the Zoom side of things on campus. And um, any time that they were planning on doing any changes to the podiums, we were both brought in and um, asked about how this would work in class, how how we would use it personally. We, we teach two different style classes. He's in music, and I'm in production, and. Um, there, I mean, it's two completely different animals there. And so if it worked for both of us, then it was more than likely gonna work for the majority of other faculty on campus. Um, we also had a lot of the uh, sciences come in. So they do a lot of handwritten things and they need the document camera to, to show equations that they're writing out and being able to work out um, that you can't really show on Word or in you know PowerPoint. And that pushed us to be able to integrate that document camera. And we have the, the webcam can be used as a secondary document camera, but you can also use that, the document camera that's already in place on the podiums to um, broadcast out to Zoom. That was a huge asset for them. So anything that faculty brought to light 
we tried to factor into any of our builds and um, I think it's, I think it's worked pretty well. I mean, as Dr. Barfield said, most of it's working and a lot of, a lot of what's not working is quick fixes and we're able to hop out and knock it out and then um, get everybody back on, on the road for teaching. This was done in a very short period of time. And uh, so things, sometimes things don't work when, when things are rushed, but uh, I think our team did a really good job about putting it together and, and making it as functional as possible and taking everybody's into consideration. You know, so much of what we're about on this podcast is connection. And so much of what you're talking about right now is IT related. It's almost as if IT has become the heartbeat of everything we do right now, because we can't stay connected without you. We can't stay connected to our friends, to our family members. We wouldn't be able to do our jobs without individuals like you doing your job. I just want to say that I appreciate you and I appreciate all that you do for us. My life wouldn't have been the same without people like you. So thank you. Thank you. And Jeremy, you and I have worked together for a long time. So this is extended long before this pandemic. So, you know, I knew going into this that you would be helpful. And I was I was glad to hear from you today that you really recognize what was going on in the community and that at some points when it sounds like when you guys were overwhelmed, that others were stepping up and faculty, other staff and students that were just helping each other out to get through this. As we know now, it's really a group effort. So we really appreciate you coming on and, and talking with us about it today. I think it's helpful to, to see this side of it. And it's great to talk to you who has experienced both sides of it, being behind that um, technical side, and then being in front of a classroom, you know, I think that's, is a, a valuable part for you is, is to have experienced being in front of the classroom and you know what a professor is, or, or faculty member is going to uh, experience when they're in that situation. So thanks for coming on and talking with us about it today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And it's always good to see a face without a mask, even if it's virtual. <laughs> Just that half of that face just makes a huge difference and being able to see a smile or, or uh, just a, a reaction in general, it's, it's always good to see. <laughs> there are many ways to contact us and we want to hear from you. You can go to our website, pandemicprofessors.wordpress.com and look for the link that says click here to leave us a voice message. Or you can email us pandemicprofessors at gmail.com. Send us an idea for a podcast episode. Drop us a note of encouragement. Or send a shout out to someone you're missing. And we may even put it on the air. Pandemic Professors is a podcast on belonging and connection in the midst of the coronavirus. Hosted by Dr. West Bowers. And Dr. Sterling Barfield. We bring together the community of the New River Valley for conversations, comedy, and comfort.